0: Hey guys, welcome to another Honours Conversation with Alex Kubis, brought to you by Nova Entertainment. In this episode, I chat with casting director and recent Casting Society of America president, Matthew LaSalle. Matt was previously director of feature film casting at 20th Century Fox, also worked with Paramount Pictures Television Studios, and he currently casts an array of feature films, carving out a niche for himself in the industry as the go-to guy for artists and directors wanting to find their next leading actor. Case in point, Matt casts Oscar nominees Anna Kendrick and Timothy Chalamet on the cusp of their mainstream breakouts. We talk about whether or not actors are stars and how some are and some simply aren't. Some tips for filmmakers and actors. Hint number one, chill out how the audition process has changed, and so much more in this refreshingly open and free-flowing conversation. I hope you guys enjoy it. Today, I'm very excited to be sitting with, introduce yourself, Matt.
1: Matthew LaSalle.
0: Matthew LaSalle, former president of the Casting Society of America. Correct. Yes, only that tenure only finished recently, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah.
1: I was on the board for eight years, and I was co-president for one, and then president for one.
0: Okay. Yeah. Wow. Seasoned career as a casting director, which you guys would have heard at the beginning of this episode. Um, we're going to all talk all things acting industry uh, as much as we can in the next 45 minutes or so. Um, Matt's got a pretty busy schedule at the moment. Uh so don't wanna take up too much of his time. But uh, yeah, Matt, I usually start these, my interviews with the same four questions. Mm -hmm. Usually I have uh, actors and producers on, so they're more open to this sort of thing. So if you you want to say no to all of them, that's totally, totally chill. Um, It's an acting exercise, actually. It's uh, right now, in the moment, what do you think, feel, need, and want? Uh, So right now, I'm guessing it's, you maybe need some, an assistant or something to help you <laughs> with the six projects. That might be an example. What right, other right. things are sort of floating around with you at the moment in this time? Um, either, either if it's today or this week.
1: Uh, so what do I think? think Feel. So do different? the think first? Yeah. So uh, what I think is that um, I am working a lot and juggling a lot. Okay. And... Um, what I feel is I don't feel stressed. I just feel the stress of all the deadlines of everything. Um, what's the next one? <laughs> this you one. I'm not an actor. I need. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I need. Uh, uh, I always need more time, and I and I think the projects always need more money. Okay. Um, what else? I want. And. Uh, I want to be doing, uh, and I feel like I am doing it, but I want to be working on films that, uh, that I'm, uh, that I enjoy working on, that Mm -hmm. I feel that are fun for me to work on. So like, so that my job every day is fun for me. Yeah. That's what I want.
0: Okay, cool. Yeah. What makes uh, the project fun for you? Is it running the casting sessions, or is it having conversations with the directors? What's the most uh, inspiring part? Of no,
1: the, the inspiring part is like putting it together. So okay. the the ca- so casting sessions that's a whole other conversation. Yeah. Uh, but the the figuring the figuring it out part for me is the fun part. Okay. So um, from the very beginning from just having the conversation with the filmmaker about what their vision is for the film and then translating that into uh, what kind of actors I think that they can get for the film mm-hmm. and what, who who are the right ones based on the vision of the filmmaker and then translating that into the business of what this is. We live in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. This is a, I work, you know, I work in independent films. So I work with a lot of artists mm-hmm. and so I'm translating Uh, from their artistic brain to the business brain. And I'm working with a lot of first time filmmakers and first time producers for some directors, first time, a lot of people are first timers. Yeah. Right. So for me, I have to always remember, like I've been through all this multiple times, like it's groundhog day for me. And I, and, and there, and people do. and, and so I can there's a predictability to the process, which for, you, for is, me. Yeah, not for the first time. Yeah, but not for the first timers. Well, for the first timers yeah. the is their it's their it's their baby, it's a lot of money to them, whatever yeah. the money is, you know, which is never enough. And it's always <laughs> uh and so and it's it's their calling card. So mm. I always have to like remember that and then also try not to try not to let the 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 business world of it jade that mm dream you know because because at the end of the day it is a business yeah so finding you know finding the right actors for the finding the actors for their dream sometimes they're uh they're they're not playing i call it playing in the sandbox like they're not it's unrealistic but it's also they're not playing in the same sandbox they're not bringing anything to the table that makes the actors want to come to them so Mm -hmm. what what I bring to the table is my, my take on the project. Mm-hmm. And I'm literally selling these films to talent yeah. saying, no, no, you guys should watch, you should be in this yeah. one because this one is going to be a festival film where this one's a beautiful role that this actor has never done before. Mm-hmm. Trust me, this one, this is going to appeal to the actor. <clears throat> and sometimes it can happen in a very quick amount of time. And sometimes it takes months yeah. or even years. So it's a very, <laughs> uh, challenging, uh, place to be in, but it can be really fulfilling once it all kind of comes, comes together. together. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, what I gather from and what a lot of people would gather from looking at your career is that obviously you've carved out this niche working in independent films. Mm-hmm. And if you guys are listening, look at Matt's reel on his website. Um, it's filled with actors like at the precipice of their breakout, like mm-hmm. it's just before they've popped onto the quote unquote mainstream. It's filled with Anna Kendrick and Timothy Chalamet. Um, first there's a couple of things that come onto that one why do you think you have carved out that role in the industry as like the go-to guy for those types of independent projects and then also um you seem as if you take on a managerial role in the film production Mm -hmm. and the development of the film because you're have to sell it maybe more than a studio project does. And these are first time filmmakers. And if they're, if you're one of the first people that they hire, Mm -hmm. um, you're obviously a point of contact for them. Mm -hmm. So do you enjoy that? Is that why you've stuck in this sort of area of the Uh, the field? Well,
1: I mean, I've, You know, I've worked there's a lot more I've worked at studios Mm -hmm. twice in in the executive positions and I've worked at um um I've worked on network pilots. Yeah. um, consulted like Fox and and Warner
0: Brothers, right? I I worked
1: for Fox and I uh, worked for uh, and I consulted at Paramount Television for a short time, like only six months when they were kind of just starting in twenty fifteen. Okay. So um, but that was a lot of pilots at one time. Uh, and it was super fun, and I really like those jobs. Um, so th- it's pe- people who don't know casting. Mm-hmm. There are <clears throat> there are different kinds of casting that happens. I think a casting director can do a lot of different things for a lot of different projects. Definitely. So so yes, the independent film world, which I can talk about in two seconds, is is definitely a type of casting that, and it requires a different kind of. Uh, finesse than perhaps a studio film requires if you're hired from, let's say you're hired you, Paramount hires you to work on a $150 million studio film, there's a different way of communicating, there's a different um, expectation of like uh, the type of actors that are coming to it um, sometimes it feels like you have everybody at your doorstep, everybody wants to be in a distributed film, everybody want, you know um, so uh and then in television, which is where everybody, you know, wants to be, apparently, and there's 500 million pilots and television shows and Netflix owns the world and everybody wants to do that work. Um, there's,
0: when you say everyone, uh, do you, are you talking about costing people or just No, I think actor, I think
1: that's where, now, you know, like television is where the, the vast majority yeah. of the work is for actors. Yeah, so, yeah, um, you know, there's a, uh. So, you know, and when you're casting a great script mm-hmm. in a television in the TV space or the new media space, you can be it can be very exciting. I think that television also has 499 other shows that are probably not that exciting, but they pay. Yeah. So it's a, di- you know, it's a different kind of sensibility because at the end of the day, it's a business and the agents need to be making money for their company. You know, these build their rents don't pay themselves. Yeah. Yeah. So, so in my world, um, why I'm, why I'm doing independent film mostly is, um, I think because I'm, I connect with, again, I'm really good at bridging the gap. Mm. Like I have, I'm very patient with the agents and the managers. And I think that they appreciate that. And I, and I, and I massage that. And I don't, um, I don't, I'm not very, I'm forceful, but I'm not very demanding. Okay. In the sense of, I, b- I very much believe that if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. Yeah. So,
0: um, and would you yeah. say that with regards to like getting a particular actor for the role? Yes. As the filmmakers say, they want this yes. hot young person. Yes. Yeah. And, yes. you just, and, yeah. and
1: so, you know, the, the process for getting that actor into the film is, is, a whole, is, mm-hmm. is a whole thing. Um, and it, and what the filmmakers don't realize is that what the agents are going through and what the managers are going through is they're trying to prioritize what the projects are, you know, by money, by who's attached to the projects, and then the script, you know. So, like, if you could have a terrible script, but a studio film that's going to pay their quote, and that is going to rise to the top a little bit more sometimes – and again, it all depends on the artist that you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Some artists are true artists, and their managers and reps know that, and they're just looking for beautiful material. Some artists are um, hitting right now, and and they're only attaching themselves to projects that are considered financed versus not financed. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, some people are booked for up, you know, from now for now for for a whole year. Yeah. Or but all of a sudden, right? Yeah. But all of a sudden, they're not booked. Yeah when it's like Star Wars. (laughs) It's like, okay, I'll, I'll figure out how to like squeeze Star Wars. You know? So there's all, it, it really is like, how good is the script? And then like how much you can kind of, and then who else is involved? Mm -hmm. And so in my, in my world, I'm sort of crafting that um, presentation to the talent reps and to the actors. I'm saying, this is, this is what it is. You know, I believe in it. Here's, all the information, here's who the director is, who, who the producers are, who the cinematographer, this costume designer, here's the lookbook, here's this beautiful script. You know, please, please, can you read it? And mm. and I promise it won't be a waste of anybody's time. Mm. You know? That's
0: so you enjoy like often casting directors are the ones being sold from agents. Yeah, I feel like so I'm you, selling. You actually <laughs> so you enjoy that process more than being I, the one on the other side. Uh,
1: well, new? I think it's, I think I, I, you know, I really love, I love great acting and mm-hmm. I love actors, good actors, the ones that I'm trying to get. Yeah. So for me, it's easy to sell it. Okay. You know, so I feel, so, and I, and I think that. Because you really
0: feel like it. you're bridging two artists together. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You're now, right. would I like to do a television pilot? Yes. Would I like to do network television or Netflix show or, you know, or more of that in my career? Yes. That's I'm clearly that would be uh, something that I'm working towards mm-hmm. as well but I also want it to be a good show yeah like I, you know and I'm not disparaging anybody's anybody's job it's just for me it's like I I get really great material to work on as an independent casting director and I have a really nice life doing it mm-hmm. so I want to take on something that you know has uh, that same sort of, Feeling for me,
0: especially about like artistic integrity, I guess. Right, but also
1: when you get into that, right. So in an independent film, it's just me and the director and the producer. It's usually just the three of us. Okay, wow. Making decisions, yeah. You know, and there's a
0: what six months, a year long period. No,
1: Uh, sometimes it's six Uh months. Usually, uh, uh, I try and work on projects that, like, I try and say, like, are you making this in three months? Because that's otherwise, what's the point? Yeah, yeah. It's sort of it's, and I do work on films with the filmmakers that I've worked on, on films before okay. when they have um, projects that they're like this, can you read the script? And I say, yes, because we've done a bunch of films together. Yeah. And so then I will sort of attach, um, attach myself, but also like try and help them where I can. Okay, um, Cause that's Hollywood, right? Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you have a great script and you want to, um, and you can do something to help somebody who's, mm-hmm. who you know is going to hire you. Like, you know, then I'll do it, you know, but, but again, there's enough work out there where I'm, where I'm working on things that are going. So again, you know, to for me to work on something that's not financed, it's a, it's, it's a very big leap because it's a lot, it's really, really hard to get those movies made. And then Mm -hmm. you're, you're in producer territory as a, as a casting director. And so then it's kind of, like, well, maybe I should just do a deal as a producer if mm-hmm. I really believe in this project this much. Has
0: that been something that you've ever done? I've th- yeah, bad? I have done Yeah. Yeah. And is that something that you, I mean, you, you almost, it sounds like you take on a producerial type role mm-hmm. with what you do. Mm-hmm. So why wasn't that on the cards for you in your career? Because I
1: worked with a great producer once who <laughs> told me that she, uh, and she's a really successful producer, yeah. and um, she she kind of put me off of it <laughs> after we had multiple conversations. Yeah. And you know, I mean, I she does get the glory of it when you're sort of like at Sundance, mm-hmm. but like I know how the toll it takes on yeah, on them, and I, yeah. I I like work. I like I like getting a paycheck. I like mm-hmm. working on stuff that I know that I'm that I can plan out my yeah, life. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're like so, for hire rather yeah. than the entire. Yeah, I'm not that interested. I mean, I um, it doesn't really... I've produced uh, one movie and associate produced a couple other ones, but um I wouldn't say I got a lot out of it.
0: Okay.
1: So, yeah. So it yeah. wasn't it wasn't something like, "Oh yeah, I want to go produce the next one." Like, yeah. I I I definitely uh would produce a film if there mm. was something um that I could and I've been asked to recently actually with with a producer that I've cast multiple films okay, for. Okay, right. So it's not like it's not happening. Yeah. I just know I'm real I'm just, you know, I'm a, I'm probably more of a pessimist than an optimist, so I so I'm very real about like what this means to yeah. to get this done. Like I want to make the project go. I don't want to yeah. just sit there in limbo for 5 years, which is what I see a lot of yeah. independent producers sitting in it doesn't yeah. interest me to be on a film for twenty years, and then you make it, even if it does well. Like I don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like you just wasted twenty years of your life. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I definitely. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. doesn't interest me. It's like I, you know, life's
0: too short. Like that's you know. surprising that you describe yourself as a pessimist more maybe a than little, maybe yeah. an optimist, mm-hmm. even though just before you were talking about how you uh, love the idea of like selling a film and taking it almost mm-hmm. from nothing. It sounds like, yeah. and then bridging artists together, right? um do you yourself just like are you a self described artist or i feel you,
1: like i'm a, i feel like um or have you been in any yeah, part
0: of your career yeah
1: i was an actor okay when i started oh, right. a long time ago okay. yeah um we don't talk about that okay um but <laughs> the <laughs> but and uh yeah and i think i relate to and part of the reason why i'm probably casting is because mm-hmm. i because i when i'm with actors or it, it's not so much the audition process; it's the imagining, the imagining who's go, who can be in the film. Mm. And I feel like a lot of casting directors are this way. They can, they feel like oh, if you could, if the if the filmmaker could just see what I see without having to show them mm. fifty people, you know, like we can just cut to the chase and make this process so much easier. Yeah. But that's not how it works, right? You know, so uh, so there's that. Okay. But I I do feel like an artist. I'm a little bit self-deprecating, and I'm a little bit... So when I say I'm a pessimist, I'm probably... You know, that's well, my sense that. of humor. Yeah, I've heard that uh, from,
0: uh, <laughs> like, other artists or actors before. I think I'm pretty similar. Like, I feel like I come across, like, sometimes, like, an optimist, but then I'm a self-described pessimist. Right. We, we oscillate between right, the two. Right. Um, I don't want to be negative about it. I just, yeah. I, I just feel it like... It's like you're a realist. A I'm just a realist. Like, yeah. I see
1: how it goes. And so when someone... Yeah. You know, I, I it's it's a complicated... We're in a complicated industry because people ask... Me all the time to read a script or give me their give them my uh, opinions on their material, mm-hmm. and sometimes I think they don't really want my opinion on the material. Yeah. They just want to hear how great it is. Yeah. And so that can be. I just had this yesterday with the filmmaker okay. who I read their script, and I I did enjoy reading the script, and I thought, wow, this could be really good. But I don't know anything about this filmmaker's talent. I don't know if he's going to make a good film. You know, uh, do I, th- I? And I don't. See, I and the way this filmmaker was presenting it like this was going to change the world this movie. Mm. Every filmmaker says that. They all say that. Like so it's so you, so when I read something I know I know if it changes me internally like if I if I come out of that script going oh my god this this is beautiful. Yeah. Then yes, they are right. But that happens it doesn't happen a lot. <laughs>
0: Would you say, I've heard one producer tell me that, that that's the type of script, like, anyone can write, like, a good script, and then the movies that really hit or whatever, or they do change things, they're a script that has soul. Is that what how you would well, describe uh, it? Well, I always say, I just, someone rare. just asked me this in yeah. an
1: interview, um, that when I read a script, if I, and I agree to do the film, if... If Thinking I see the it, film yeah. and it's exactly the way that I read it, I'm disappointed. Yeah, because the director's job is to take it to the next level mm-hmm. and to insert themselves into the material. Like, um, so the, you know there are there are several films that I've worked on where I've been where at the end of the film I'm completely blown away and I'm like. Oh thank God they did they did that thing they did that magic thing that directors are supposed to do, you know, and all the actors came together and it was. Can you talk about an example and like what specifically like what uh, that was? uh, Well, recently, I mean, two years ago, Chronic with Tim Roth, yeah, yeah, Michelle Franco's movies are Mm -hmm. like every the scripts are so simple, but the way he shoots the film you're like you are completely in that movie with the with those actors the whole entire time and you're on a journey with them and your heart is pounding and so um
0: and to give context that's the film that won by can yeah one best screenplay at can um 2015
1: yeah so um and you are completely moved uh when i saw rocket science with anna kendrick and um and uh jeffrey bliss directed that and um that film took a really long time to make, okay. and they put so much he put so much heart and soul into that film, and the actors acted their hearts out. And it was like it was be- the, the last beat of the film with Dennis O'Hare and Reese Thompson. They're in the car and they're talking about what it essentially means, what life is all about. And then the movie ends, and you're just like, oh my god! Like <laughs> you're just you're you just it's so beautiful. Yeah, you know. I want to watch it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and so I work on a you know I work on. These, a lot of these films that have those moments and and then I work on a lot of those films that I don't have those moments what know? do you think <laughs> the rule of
0: thumb is with uh, my theory for that is that obviously you start off with an amazing script that's either it's just been worked on a lot and yeah. it's really specific to its intention mm-hmm. and then there's a craft to the writing process mm-hmm. and that's a whole other kettle of fish we mm-hmm. can't necessarily get into but then with every layer that's added on everyone is basically trying their best at pursuing excellence in their own right. field whether it is the actors or the costume design right. and then the cinematography and everything right. specific right. would you say that's like the secret it's not really much of a secret the, well, other than the, just there's no the secret
1: is is that everybody's doing their job mm. but then also that the director is has the director has a really hard job, which is to keep everybody doing their to keep the vision mm.
0: everything on point
1: yeah but also allowing for those magic moments to happen okay. and then also not and a great director to me also doesn't isn't so controlling that they can't recognize when like that moment happens yeah. you know and and they don't freak out over everything like yeah. you know film a film is a moving thing thing and mm-hmm. actors change the script and change you know and things change it's just, Would that be like
0: an example like on the script it says that they're they're crying and then but on the day the actor does it, laughing or vice versa—is uh, that sort of one maybe instant, but, random example? Maybe, but
1: scenes completely change, <laughs> or just just having conversations with the actors on set the day before changes what's on the page the next yeah. day, and yeah. for for better, yeah. you know. So, um, the set designer does their job really well. The costume designer does their job really well. Everything looks the way it should. Look, there was a film that I did um, with Susan Shopmaker called Maya Dardell with Lena Olin and Rosanna Arquette. It mm, was beautiful. And but... it's a beautiful it's so yeah. beautiful. And those directors did such a good job for so for no money. Okay. And when you watch it was at South by and when I watched it, I was watching it with my friend who's a um, Iranian filmmaker, and she <laughs> she sat she held my hand and she went, This is the kind of movie that I love. Mm-hmm. And it was it just looked like this Expansive, beautiful film, and if I told you what the budget was, you'd be like, "How did they do that?" Wow. Like, there's no, like, it's really low. Okay, <laughs> and uh, and why did so? And why did you know, well, Yeah, why did she go to do it? It did took it? her six months to say yes. Okay, so, so a lot of a negotiation. A lot no, of... it wasn't negotiation. It was um, I, her to credit to her manager, mm-hmm. Michael Lazzo. Um, he really liked the script, and he and this is why you have a casting director. He read the script because i told him to read the script (laughs) and then you know and then he was like yeah like this is something that she would like it's not about the money but because it's not about the money and there's not a big amount of money on the table and you have to fly from scandinavia to california to do this film um uh it took several months you know and she has a family and a famous husband and you know right um it took a while for her to read it and then um Lassa Hestrom actually read it first and said, You have to do this movie, okay her husband so, okay. and that was just by chance. like it was just like a script that was on a table in the house during their summer in whatever Scandinavian country yeah. in. and yeah. uh, and uh and then I got a call going, Oh, she's in and you're like, What, Wait, what? you know like it's just because you think that is never gonna happen. Then. but the filmmakers took their time to get the the actor into it based on the fact that I was like, just hold a beat, Be like please, because if the manager is saying this is something that I think she would do, it's worth waiting. It's for. worth waiting for, yeah, you know. And then you mm-hmm. can, and then they can, and then it's up to the filmmakers to convince them mm-hmm. to convince the actor that they're in safe hands.
0: Okay. In your experience with working with independent filmmakers, what's uh, money in the film industry comes from various sources. Mm-hmm. What are some examples at the moment with the projects that you've done in the past couple of years for? what the seed money or where the seed money is coming from and how the projects are being developed and existing in their early stages?
1: Well, the the money is coming from, uh, well, the Canadian films have their funny Canadian financing. Okay. So that, because, so I do a lot of uh, films in Canada and they have like a whole system where the government supports filmmakers. And so it's a, so Canadian films are different. Yeah. Um, for the lower budget films, it, it can be friends and family. Like it literally can be like, here's a check for three hundred and fifty thousand yeah. dollars. Right. Boom. I've done one of these films. Yeah, but you can do. You know, you can make beautiful. You know, it doesn't take a lot to make a beautiful film. Mm. You just have to. You just have to know what you're doing. Mm. You really need a. The trick is a great cinematographer. Honestly. Yeah. yeah. And who understands light? Yeah. Who understands how to make a film? Like my my biggest pet peeve is. Watching films that really are like, no offense to Lifetime Television, but are Lifetime movies. Yeah, okay. You know, so like they're they're not elevated. Mm-hmm. You don't feel like oh this could be on the screen like yeah. you know what I mean like yeah. just the camera work is lazy, the yeah. lighting's lazy, the point of view of the director's lazy. Like it happens a lot. Yeah. You know, I've sat through a number of films on Netflix or whatever where I'm like, are you kidding me right now? Like, you know, th- this got how many millions of dollars to make it and it's just somebody's walking away with a trip to the Maldives off like Mm. somebody stole your money or or (laughs) I read in an interview with
0: you a producer early on in your career went to like an island or Mm. went to South America or something to Brazil okay that that was the
1: first TV pilot TV show I ever worked when I lived in London um, it was called Risk and I did the I didn't do the pilot casting I did Mm -hmm. the series casting and every episode it was a Canadian co-production and I don't even think at the time the Canadians were involved. So it was 26 episodes and it was just really super low budget. And okay. it was for E4, Channel 4? E4 was the channel at the time. I don't right. Probably not even there anymore. Okay. And um, it was like before, you know, this is the 90s. And I yeah. remember like, I thought I was getting paid so much money. But mm. when I look back on it, it's so embarrassing. Okay. And then uh, <laughs> and, uh, per episode, whatever, you know, it was eight days of eight day episodes. And, mm-hmm. and it was always, it was billed as like friends like a new friends for a new generation okay and it was very uh trendy and like you know the the albino singer with the one leg right. like, you know like it was very uh trying to be edgy. trying to be edgy and oh. all that kind of stuff and i thought i was edgy because i was young yeah sure. Uh, so like you know we all yeah, yeah so yeah, so, yeah, so yeah. at the time it was great and then like the checks stopped coming after like episode six and you just think oh they just did you know? Like forgot, 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 and then then you realize like some of the other <laughs> crew members aren't getting paid, and then all of a sudden, like literally, all of a sudden, they finish filming, yeah, and then the producer leaves, right, the country, wow, yeah, never to come back. Like, I don't even know, That's like he's never shown up again. That's horrible. Yeah, it was awful. And then when and then, but but it got sold to a Canadian company, who then didn't honor the um, money owed to the crew. It's, it was awful. They're based in Canada somewhere, and okay. I don't know if they're still. I, they do still exist as a company. I can imagine that it's maybe just, that
0: was the genesis of you moving into independent film because <laughs> that TV experience was so horrible. <laughs> well,
1: you know, it was just it wasn't. It, you know, it wasn't actually horrible. It was just like oh, like this happened lesson to learned early. Yeah, how like I need to protect myself. Yeah, and I also need to understand, just like actors need to understand. Yeah, not everything that comes to you is worth doing
0: yeah good piece of advice yeah
1: so just because you're you've been offered a film or offered a tv show Mm -hmm. or whatever doesn't mean that you should take it like you really need to know why you're taking it who's involved what's You know how to protect yourself so that these things don't happen.
0: With your perception, so obviously that's really tempting for any creatives to take what work comes to them Mm -hmm. because it comes few and far between. Right. So, with your perception of actors, and say you're being maybe it's different and you're a casting director and reps are trying to pitch people to Mm -hmm. you. How does it inform your belief or is it encouraging if actors are really busy or does it, is it really a non-issue for you if they're not necessarily working all the time? Well, I
1: always say the best actors are always working. That's okay. my sort of go-to sure. because yeah. they are always That's working. That's why, yeah. Um, maybe they don't feel like they're always working, but mm. it certainly feels like they are to me. Okay. <laughs> Having checked, I know schedules of people that I shouldn't know schedules about. Okay. So, um, uh, And... So, yeah, I think the best actors are always working. That doesn't mean that great actors who aren't working aren't out there. They're, of course mm-hmm. they're out there. Mm-hmm. Um, I think... Uh, I'm not really sure what the... How to express this. That, you know, acting is the hardest... Just being an actor is the hardest thing that you could possibly do. Yeah. You know, just... Statistically, I think statistically, it's more difficult right, than the Olympics. Right. Yeah. So, um you know, when any time anybody ever says, oh, I want to be an actor, yeah. you know, even a family member who's like, oh, I want to be an actor. I'm like, please don't. You know, yeah, right. like if there's anything else that you can do in this world, sure. anything, yeah, you know, anything that makes you happy, you know, anything, yeah. you know, really like because you were really going to be sacrificing a lot. Mm-hmm. It could, and you could have great success at the very beginning and then you plateau and mm-hmm. then you never work again, mm-hmm. you know, so um You really—it's so important for an actor to have, you know, the backup plan. Mm. You know, just have other interests. You know, I get it how actors need to often feel like they need to be very focused and not have the backup plan. I get that because that gives because that makes them feel like um, they're
0: committed, committed and dedicated
1: to their craft, and this is going to happen. Yeah, and I feel that way too. Like I have to stay. Committed to casting, and this is going to happen. Look, you know, this year I had four months where I didn't work.
0: Right. Because I have a
1: very slow period usually sure. between December, January, February, March. just yeah. okay. like December to February can be very slow for me when okay. it's a lot of television. Time yeah, right. right. So the film stuff isn't really happening. Okay. By the fourth month where you're not working, you think you're never going to work again. Yeah. And then six people call and say, hey, our right. film is starting. And you're yeah. like, oh, thank God. It's a change of season." Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it happens to all of us. Mm-hmm. Um It's just a very, like, you just have to have the, you just have to have that mindset that you're going to be okay with it, Yeah, you know, and possibly you can, you, you, you can get lucky and make very good money, you know, doing television Mm -hmm. early on and, um, but save all that money, just live in a one bedroom, save all that money, don't worry, (laughs) you know, just be, be sensible, you know, Mm -hmm. and, uh, because the money in television is very high Mm -hmm. and, um, and when I see actors getting success, I'm 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 always hoping that someone's advising them well to sort of
0: put it away. Put it
1: away and plan for those dark periods because yeah. they're going to happen. And yeah. it may not happen right away, but it, it does happen. And I think it probably happens to everybody and maybe like the top one half percent it doesn't happen to, but that doesn't mean that they're not unstable people and that they're not dark in some other way. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> um, money is not the yeah, yeah, yeah. happy doesn't create happiness. it oh, makes it it makes that. it easier, you know. But even then, it can create it, problems, right? Yeah, you know. So,
0: um, sort of a follow up to that point. So, you mentioned before about how some people can have a lot of success and then plateau, mm-hmm. um, and then you yourself have, as I mentioned at the beginning of this chat, work with a lot of actors, or you mm-hmm. discover actors, and they have this film mm-hmm. role. Like mm-hmm. That's obviously evident in your reel. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think explains the first point with other than the ebbs in, natural ebbs and flows of the industry, mm-hmm. and it just being the reality of the economy, mm-hmm. um, other than that, what do you think explains why an actor might plateau? And then also, why do you think actors pop at a certain time? And my understanding and then i'll get your mm-hmm. input on this is that usually it's just like a matter of time like for i just I, from friends and and myself and other people i've seen it's just really like you see it at like there's like a 3 year stage a 5 year stage and then like a 7 and a 10 year stage mm-hmm. like it's there's almost like that it's just this crazy I time think, thing um, and persistence obviously but so what do you think it is for i think both there's the i think there's the
1: i think there's a um, i think uh, people people mm-hmm. in general have, if when they're working very hard to get to a certain place, like they, they, they get into their groove at some point, that yes. you know, like you start to feel like you're confident, right. With I still program. haven't gotten to that place. I'm still waiting for that to happen to me, <laughs> but uh, I hear that. It's very nice when <laughs> that happens. And it's gratifying
0: uh, to hear that the president of the with, CSA, right, right, president of CSA right, right. says that. No, yeah. but
1: you don't, you know, you know it's, I think, Lately, I've been feeling a little more confident with work, and so, and so it has. I've noticed a ch- a change as to um, just my attitude towards everything, mm-hmm. and how I don't my my attitude towards the whole business has changed. I don't take it so seriously in the yeah. sense of like I go home at the end of yep, the day yep. and I have Sometimes my life. No, and yep. um, but it is life and death for artists. So sure. I want to say like it is. I get that it's important to them, but for me. Um, there's there's just other stuff to deal with you know Mm -hmm. so so i think just having that shift you know and being of a certain age and not you know and having now i'm ready now i feel really ready to sort of like take it all on like i Mm -hmm. feel like that's coming i don't know what that's gonna look like but for actors um yeah actors come into their own at various stages and they just like they find their thing like and their thing is unique and that's the and that's you know, when you talk about Anna Kendrick, she has a very unique quality, quality about yeah. her. When you talk about Jessica Chastain, she has a very unique quality about. Yeah. Like all these successful actors, And may have seemed quirky quirk- or weird, weird at the beginning. but they, but then they work, but then they start working with other talented, amazing yeah, people who also bring out something in them, mm-hmm. and they're able to harness that. And so, working, you know, being uh, actors, their trajectory. Can be quite successful because they're they start out having their own they know who they are and then when they start working with other wonderful artists that allows them to grow mm. and so just by working with other people they you know they just continue on that train yeah
0: right.
1: um I think actors get in their own way all, all the time all the time mm. and make really poor decisions all the time and uh, I just had an act I just cast a film that's shooting in. In Canada and uh, the actor was lead actor was attached not a very well I mean he's a very established television actor mm-hmm. and um, he had uh, done the short film version of this film and he decided to not do the feature version of the film which would have only been ten days of work And, and I was, which was great for me because I got hired to cast the film. Like, cool. Fantastic. Please Turn it down. Like that gave me a job. Right. But I don't understand. Like I, it, it it was not going to hurt his career in television to Mm. do this film. And it was a beautifully written film. And um, we found a great actor for the film. And I do think it was a mistake for him to not do the movie because when you when you work with really good people they're going to make other things yeah. so it's like yeah and this was such a short time commitment yeah. that i was like what what why what was would the you yeah. why would you not want to do it and the reasoning uh, the, the reasoning didn't make any sense to me i had that happen on a it's actually happened twice in the last month a woman who was cat, who i who was attached to a film I'm casting right now who was essentially in the eyes of the director, the muse of this director, she turned down his second film because, which was 15 day shoot in November and the manager said, well, we want her avail. You know, she's going to miss out on her episodic television things. And, and so I was, and so I, November. I said to the, yeah, so I said, <laughs> I said to the director, she either doesn't want to do the movie mm-hmm. And this is just an excuse. And so now you're now the reality of like who this person was in your life is kind of hitting you. Yeah. So we need to just like so the psychiatrist and the psychologist in me has to, you know, talk the director off a ledge and say, okay. You're gonna find a great person for this right. role. But it was silly for the actor to not do this film because nobody knows who this actor is. Okay. Like this this is a tiny movie. This was only a fifteen day shoot. It there's television doesn't want guest stars who aren't names. Mm right now. So really, like, you're going to get a five and under rule? Like, it's not going to, mm. y- this is the lead in a film. Like, you know. Do it. <laughs> right. But yeah. maybe she didn't like it.
0: Right. So, subjective elements and right. subjective reasoning for why right. choices are made. But yeah.
1: actors do get in the way of their, you know, they, 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 they stick with their agents too long. They stick with their managers too long. They don't take control of their careers. They don't know who they are. They don't have a, they don't have an honest, uh, vision of, how they're how, how they're aging or growing aging growing or how they're perceived mm. you know it is they just and they just. or they did
0: and then they lose it right yeah which obviously can be a consequence of fame or a growing
1: profile right. because you, or they let that negativity seep into it and it becomes mm-hmm. a problem and mm-hmm. so which I can understand it's very it's very uh, just is probably why I left the business way longer as an actor, as an actor right. was because you're sitting in the room with 30 other people who look like you and you're yeah. just like I'm out. Like, I just, this isn't, this isn't who I, who I am and I'm, or, you know, but, or you sit in that room of 30 people and you go, I'm the, I'm the guy. Right. So. (laughs) Like you can use that as a
0: litmus test for whether. Yeah. If
1: you think you're the guy and you're, uh, yeah. Or it just turns. Like there's a point where the, the being an, uh, just being a successful actor, it doesn't start to happen. Like it, it just gets away from you. You know, you want to, you want to hold those actors and be like, it's okay. I promise it's okay. You're allowed to figure out the next phase of your life Mm
0: -hmm. as you did. Yes. So it was very hard to, was it a big, Was it a gradual thing or was it, it was a gradual
1: thing and it was very hard psychologically because like you're giving, um, did you train
0: as an actor as well? Mm -hmm. So that would totally inform your understanding of the audition process. Right. Okay. And And I remember
1: the year that I, uh, transitioned which okay. is not word Change, <laughs> but, the, uh, yeah, <laughs> but it is in, it was a transition no it was a transition yeah. I mean it was like you you, I, you identify as an actor yeah and then, and then all of a sudden it's like I don't know what I am now and like and so how everybody saw me and then why do I care about how everybody saw me totally and then and then you start and then there's the freedom in like oh my god I don't need to like this doesn't doesn't really define it doesn't define, doesn't define me and yeah. i'm really good at this other thing all of yeah. a sudden and so did I'm you get a job in casting straight away was i uh, it was a co- um i was doing a, a show and then i got asked to the short story is i got asked to be an assistant to a casting director through a friend of mine at drama okay. school and that was how it all kind of started okay so right. after that first day yeah. literally it's my first day of work there
0: I was and this is like a couple months after leaving at Cor no 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 it was like, all sort of happening at same the same time.
1: time yeah you know I was it was I was I found myself in the trash bin like trying to find a paper that I'd thrown out or something and yeah. and I remember sitting in the trash bin going oh my god I love this so much like I just oh loved, right. I loved I loved being in the casting office I loved the Knowing all the actors because yeah. I lived in London for a long time at that okay. point, and I knew everybody that we were talking about, and yeah. I was like, "Oh, I can talk about we actors like, too with authority, right?" And yeah. I know, and, you're and valued I valued in your means. Right. Well, yeah. I wasn't valued. I was an assistant, and so <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I was valued because I got him on a plane, okay, you know, my or whatever. I was really good at scheduling, okay. or I was really good at you know. But it was fun, you know, and it, and I don't think I was having fun acting, mm-hmm. and I and what's the point of if you're not having fun at like and fun as a term but like enjoying if you're, if you're not enjoying the process you know and and you're living for that like one moment where it means something to you and that one <laughs> moment happens once a year it's it it's was not something that i could do there are other people who are totally fine with it i'm mean, like i don't know how you do that you know mm. but um and also i wasn't looking for fame or success like i wasn't that kind of person okay I think there are definitely people who are very driven, who come out of drama school or come to L.A. or come to New York and are like, I'm going to make do you,
0: it. Do you see those people having had those, they have those ambitions mm-hmm. to be a star and they actually become one? Mm-hmm. So does, you, you I say, have seen it happen, Do So yes. you think it's necessary to really see yourself as a star in order to be one?
1: I don't think it's necessary, but it helps. Okay. Yeah.
0: Do you delineate and do you use that language that someone's a star and someone isn't? Yes.
1: When I meet when I meet somebody who I'm like blown away by just by, at a general meeting, um, I can I like to think I can tell the difference between their trage- like what their trajectory has the potential of being right.
0: You know, and what do you think it is?
1: They are uh, so confident in themselves. There, there's a, like a seduction, not like a sexual seduction, although the sexuality is certainly there, but it's a very um, uh, they're so their confidence. They know who they are. They know how they present. They know what they want. They, there's there's a flirtatious aspect to it because they're drawing you in, mm-hmm. and that's what that's the quality that you want when on you're screen. on screen is yeah. to be drawn in. Yeah. And I think that that translates into you know it, like. It's 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 a tingling sensation where you're like, Oh my god, I'm so excited about seeing this person. Mm -hmm. Like they present that Mm -hmm. and you can't teach that, you know. And so you sit down with somebody and you're like that they they just have it. And I've called agents and managers and I'm like, you're fine and they're like, I know. You know, I mean they just like is this with like
0: talent that are mm -hmm. like still developing or something. And so did you see that with people like Timothy Charlemagne and with Anna?
1: Uh, with um, well, for Timothy, he read in New York, so I yeah, but yes, on um, when the tape came in, it was yeah. pretty obvious what right. was happening. Okay, and then I remember calling his agent Danny Streisand, and I was like, I and mean, I think I said those words. I was like, yeah. oh, "You're fine," and she's like, "I know." Right. <laughs> it was that trajectory that yeah. that was predetermined right. from a very early start with him. Like right. I think everybody had a, had in the who was in New York or had known about him was. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty clear that that was where it was going okay um, And with Anna she uh, um, had done camp the movie and then her agent endeavor dropped her and she only had her manager. Wow and I think this is right and Anna don't get mad at me if this is wrong. Um, and then I called her New York manager and then it was almost like, oh, like literally, and I was like, I think I have this amazing role for her, like you know. And she was the first person who came into audition, and then HBO was like, we need to see two hundred and fifty more people for this role, <sighs> which is fine. She, but got she booked part. it, though. yeah, yeah. She booked it, yeah. yeah. And there was a qual- and so the quality that. It's a good example. I mean, yeah. she pre- The quality she presented in camp was the quality I was looking for for rocket science, which okay. is the quality they were looking for in Up in the Yeah. Uh, or in... What was in it? The, uh, is it Up in the Yeah, that she got nominated for it, yeah. So those qualities... And now... And, and now that's her stamp that's, of That's her stamp of uniqueness, but yeah. I think that she's grown so much that yeah. she's not that anymore. Yeah. Which is what is supposed to happen yeah. to actors. yeah. You take that thing that you're really good at and then you and you branch and out you, and you learn and you become the be- you become the more beautiful actor. You mm-hmm. become something you're, you're able to access things more because your, your walls start to come down. The confidence is there. You're not scared anymore. Mm-hmm. You want to take on the, all the challenges. That's what, that's what that's about. You know, Every, um, and that takes, it can take a couple of films for that to happen. I think.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. You probably get asked this a lot about the audition process mm-hmm. and you, like what makes a good audition or whatever, um, I'll try to flip it that what is the most common question that you get asked at Q&As or in mm-hmm. interviews, and then perhaps what is the one thing that you want to be asked um, and would prefer to, for people to leave and take away from a conversation with you or from a Q&A with you or whatever.
1: Well, I think in general, auditioning has changed a lot. Mm-hmm. So I think actors, what I wish actors would just do is have – a self-tape setup in their apartment or home and just be ready to go with self-taping. Like make no learn how to put yourself on tape, make a beautiful tape and be able to upload it in, you know, to whatever system needs to be uploaded. Yeah. And and just trust that there's a that, that this is a good thing. Okay. Because you can versus you know, going in the room. Versus initially going in the room. Okay. Okay. Yes. Some actors will be called to go into into the room. So, okay, this goes back to sort of like, depends on what you're casting. Exactly. So, um, in, in my world, um, I'm casting a lot of films and I used to be that person who was like, I really only want to cast two projects at one time because that's all the brain space I can have. But the reality is, is life has changed that, that mission statement because one needs to make a little bit more money and Mm. what, you know, and (laughs) what, and also I don't want to say no to certain filmmakers and, so i take on a little bit more and i manage that process and the way i manage that process is by doing self tapes okay. because it imagine if i'm 3 hours in a room seeing 40 actors and not working on even the other project mm-hmm. that's half a day that i'm not working on the other project mm-hmm. self taping allows me to pay attention to the actor after hours you know i can i can figure things out i can present the best pot I'm presenting, sometimes they're not right for the role, and wouldn't an actor not want to come in who's not right for the role and not have that moment with a director who, who's never going to think of them again? Mm. You know, so, like, why, you know, it kind of, it feels like it's a pre-read, but it's really, like, I'm saving you from not doing the best, the best that you could do. So yeah and if i believe in that actor i will have them retape or i'll just have them come in and be like okay just come in for me and we'll just and the and the reason and this has a lot it does have a lot to do with finances like these films aren't budgeted for heavy casting sessions mm-hmm. you know they're budgeted to be able to hire the casting director but you know not every some casting directors are able to work um the casting room into the into the fee but that just cuts into the into, budget. The fee, yeah, into the fee, into the budget, and it doesn't yeah. need to be that way. Yeah. So, like, what we what I found re- is really helpful is if, and I can see more people, mm. I can put out more appointments, I can have 300 people auditioning for a film, it's on me to stay up at 6, you know, like, from 9, 8, 9 p.m. to 12 midnight to watch mm. everybody, but I watch everybody, and, and, then, and then I'm figuring out, like, who the best possible person is for the chemistry read right you know or to sh- or or who to present to the director that makes the most sense and often and it happens all the time like the director will see the people do a chemistry read and then they'll be like is there, is there something they're looking for something a little different and then i go back through the auditions that i didn't present before because maybe i missed something before and that person gets booted back up you know and then the director's like yes this is the one mm. so it's not as simple as, oh, Matt, you're just doing pre-reads now to make your, you know, I'm not, I, I'm doing it because I can't, there's, there's no way to physically do the amount of work that I'm doing and be stuck in a session,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, and I suppose I could hire an assistant, but I would need to hire three assistants. Mm-hmm. I mean, like a film is a film. You know, and I always say like a short film is not it that's that it shouldn't be called a short, it should just be called a long, because like if you're on a short, you're still working on a pro yeah. Like the processes are the same. Yes. The budgets are small, but the way things get done is still the same. Yeah. So you um so I found a way that works for me to be able to take everything on to be to make my filmmakers really happy with the results. It's just a different mindset. You know, if I have a filmmaker who desperately needs to come in for a session, you know, because that's what they want to do, it's going to cost more. Right, and then they're like, "Oh, okay, I can't." You know, it's a. <laughs> hey, uh, I'm actually not available yeah, that day anymore, do. anyway. All right. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> you know, and then the films that have the budgets for an assistant and an associate, then yes, they can, and they want to pay for a casting session. Yes, yeah. great, they can do that. Yeah. You know, and 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 then I will be in there, but then I'll have an assistant and an associate able to handle other work. Mm-hmm. You know, there it's. Uh, um, but I find the self-taping thing has been really helpful, and um, it's. I just got an email today, like from an agent, going, "Why are you doing this?" And I wanted to write back. This re- I wanted to right. actually explain well, you to them. Now I can the just yeah, notes, uh, listen to this interview. I wanted from to explain to them like yeah. it's not that I don't want to see the actor in yeah. person. Like I do miss that part of it. Sure. But when you're working on a million dollar movie, and there's only so, there's much, only so much time that you can do. If, yeah. If you're on a... you know. And then a lot of these films are modified low budget films, so they're not a million dollar movies, and sometimes they're ultra low budget films, and they're not even you know it's like you can only you can only do so much, and and the thing is is sometimes the and oftentimes the directors don't know actors, so to put a director into a into a room with an actor that with ten actors like they're going to want to spend time with that actor, and they don't have the time, so like I'm saving them from their own. From the stress of the audition process like if i can get the director to see the actors that i think are right for the project first and then they're like and then they talk about their audition with the direct which has just happened with you know their the actors come in and they go oh hey alex like this was i really enjoyed your audition i thought yeah. what you did was really good i want to try something this way yeah. and the actor's like oh this person cares about me. This person's paid attention to me. They're not, this isn't just me coming into the room for the first time. Mm -hmm. It's better for the actor. Mm -hmm. It, it, part of it is there is an elimination process, but if you don't get eliminated and, and you're being seriously considered, wouldn't you want that as an actor to be in the room to know that you have a shot at it versus coming in because your, your agent said, Oh, I got you right to the director session. It's like, the director doesn't know you no know, director has time to watch a reel beforehand I'm sorry they just don't you know they, they're not doing that you know so um, uh, I mean some you know I'm working with a director now who's like obsessed with the lists and like like ch- and ch- trying to trying to like get his head around everything right. and I really want to be like just forget about the list. let me just cast the movie <laughs> You know, <laughs> but I'm letting him have his moment.
0: Okay <laughs> the ego, think, yeah. Yeah, the entire industry is just playing around with egos. Um, so you said before the software process has changed. was there anything mm-hmm. else you wanted to add on to your thoughts and what you want people to take away from with the audition process? Well I just think once you audition,
1: you just have to forget it. Like yeah. as an actor, you just you know there's this movement right now in the UK where they they're trying to get the casting directors to give a yes or no to their audition. Mm. It's happening more in theater than it is in film and television, and I think it's a terrible
0: idea. You mean immediately
1: Yeah. The- well, not immediately, but like to let the let everybody know whether it's a yes or no. Oh okay. Well it's a yes because you've been going through the process. Yeah. Like that's, that's the your yes, feedback. that's your yeah. feedback. And yeah, but it's a no if if you're not getting the phone call. Yeah. And why torture yourself over the no? Like mm. why would anybody want to call up the casting office and then find out it's a no? Like it doesn't matter. Mm. Like it doesn't matter that it's a no. It doesn't it doesn't matter why you didn't get the part you just didn't get the part mm-hmm. like move on to the next thing it, congratulations you didn't get the part you don't have to worry about this role like you don't and it's a weird thing like with the articles that I'm reading about it it's like the actors are the actors are saying you know like we put in all this time for the audition and and then we then we kind of obsess about whether we've gotten the role or not What's your responsibility? and I'm like are- I'm like, stop obsessing. Yeah. Like this is the problem. You're you're supposed to thank you for coming in and working on the material. Like, hello, what about thanking the casting director for having the the space to like call you in? Like that's that's the yes. Mm. Like you're in the room. Mm. That is that is the thank you, that is the yes, that is the love, that is where it's all happening, Mm. that is your moment as an actor. And then when the audition is over, you say, thank you very much. And you forget about it. And then you get another job the next day and you can't do that other job because they can't decide quickly enough Or your, that's when your agent calls and says, oh, you got another job. And then the production says, oh, we really want him. Can we, can you not take the other job yet? You know, like that stuff does happen, but just, you know, you can't, you can it's like, it's stop trying to control everything. Everybody yep. needs to like you Just know chill out. Chill out. Yep. You know because yep. things happen the way they happen. And if um and if a production and a producer can't get their um stuff together, I don't know if I can swear on, on this. No. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. This market is explicit. <laughs> <Okay>. Yeah. <laughs> if a if a producer and a production company can't get their shit together in, in time and see an actor that they like and pull the trigger right away because they are insecure about that because that happens all the time. Oh, oh I need to see more people. I need to, you know, I need to see ten more people, or I can't decide that this. I really love this actor, but um, uh, I need to see. I just can't make a decision right now. Well, if you can't make a decision right now, good actors work. So guess what? They could be they're auditioning be for a team. They're probably auditioning for a couple of other things. Sure. This is Los Angeles. Yeah. This is the city where people audition. Yeah. New York and Los Angeles. Like this is where it's happening. Yeah. They're if they're coming into my office, they are coming into everybody else's office. Like they're not. Just happening, you know, <laughs> so like, they're not I mean, available they, just
0: for you, right? Yeah,
1: and they have, and and they've read your script, but guess what? By tomorrow, they've forgotten what this script is about.
0: Yeah,
1: you know, and they're on to the next thing. Well, they should. They should. Yeah, they just stop Yeah, I, I just don't want. I, I think actors just like. I hope that actors just come in, enjoy the process, and leave, and just say, "Wow, that was really." My, the director was really was paying attention to me, like you know, that I had a good moment with this person. Like, the
0: experience in the moment was what it was. Right. And that was I good. just had the, yeah. that
1: film that I was talking about where the actor fell out and I got hired to cast the movie. Mm-hmm. The director wrote me a beautiful note saying, all the actors you showed me were so fantastic. All, all I have is notes on, like, what projects I want to work with them on other things. Oh, wow, that's great. You know, and so... It's got you know, so yeah. I don't know... I mean, I can't broadcast that to, to every actor, yeah. you know, but I did actually... Because it was, we were down to like ten actors. I did email every agent and said and told them it was in yes or no. Because I feel like in that situation, yeah. that's okay. Like when mm-hmm. it's when it's you know you have a lot of people auditioning and you're sort of in the early stages. You don't you don't need to, the time the, 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 as well. No, yeah, um, and I also think feedback can be very bad because. Depending on who the person is giving the feedback, like don't ask the question if you don't really want to know the answer.
0: And all, just people do sometimes
1: want validation. And also, some people in this industry aren't very nice, mm-hmm. and so I, <laughs> you know, not everybody's a great person. So you may catch somebody also on a bad day, and so you know, it's like, what did you think of Matt's audition? Well, he's, it was a terrible day, and he didn't do a great job, and I don't know why you represent him. Like people say stuff, mm-hmm. you know, and it just you don't want to know that you. It's not good. Like, just don't ask the question. I follow like, yeah. how how really constructive, like, how much how much information is going to change you as an actor? I'm only going to call if something really good happens or something really bad happens. Like, right. your behavior in the room was terrible mm-hmm. or they weren't prepared at all and you really need to, you know, get this actor to do that. Yeah. If there's no other notes, you did a good job. Mm-hmm it's just there are other people that are in consideration like Mm -hmm. you know it's it is timing you know it's luck it's do you look like the role you know we 100 percent appreciate every single time an actor comes in and really works on the material like that is what this is all about you know but we also are working really hard to get that actor into the room and we're also thinking really hard about who's uh Right for the role and, and the director and is
0: stressing themselves and stressing as the much director's the, actor. the director's yeah. a
1: mess just in general the director's a mess right okay <laughs> trust, trust that guy so all those actors out there listening
0: so the biggest <laughs> takeaway <laughs> for me is basically just chill out a yeah. little bit and do yeah. your job yeah. just do your job well yeah. and there's so many other things that you can't control so many other things and you don't have to go into detail about uh-huh. this just out of curiosity um, is it on the majority or is it a minority for you and the director to disagree about the top choice for a role
1: um well, often a lot. Of, I'd say it's 50 Like sometimes okay. someone comes in and you're just like, everybody sees it, yeah, and you're like, great. Film. I just there's a film I'm casting right now. Um, I'm just, I, w- I wish I could use the names, and it sounds. I don't want it, to. It's not bullshit. So like, okay. but I just don't want to use names. Sure. So Okay. But there's a film I'm casting right now with a beautiful director who's who's actually a cinematographer, and we've seen a lot of actors for this movie, mm-hmm. a lot, and um, the. <laughs> and the person he's actually cast was like the probably the seventh person he saw, okay, in the first round of people that I presented, okay, where I was like, Here you go, yeah, done, like you could have been done with this, you know, but there's everybody has to go through a process, hmm. so um, but I agreed with him, and and he turned out to be the best choice for this role, he actually did for the female lead of the role of the film, he was very quick. To choose the actor that I enjoyed as well, so um, you know there's usually like three or four choices where I'm proud of, mm-hmm. and then it's up to the director to kind of yeah. And it go, depends on who's yeah. who works with who based yeah. on screen. There, it does, the there are times where I'm like, no, you've made a mistake. This is not what this is supposed to like. You don't you know don't do this. Okay. Um, and part of it's my fault because I brought them in right and that you like that's that. the other part of, that's the part of the job where you're like oh, f-
0: and you want to bring them in because they're like they're left absent to choice
1: well or whatever you no know, like sometimes people seep into the session because you've made a mistake or sometimes wow okay <laughs> like think, right like, there's a lot of work going on right. and they're yeah, like yeah, yeah. how did this person get into, okay. the, into the room like or you have yeah. talked or an agent's talked you into it or okay. you know and, and they see what the agent sees or they see yeah. what the manager sees and I'm like I don't see it and are you and later prove
0: wrong or right when you watch the film
1: um i'm usually right but um okay i think i'm i'm usually right i would like to say i'm usually right okay there are there have been moments on films where i was like oh i i'm so glad it worked out i did not see that happening Mm -hmm. um but yeah if i didn't think i was right then i shouldn't be doing this okay yeah Yeah. Yeah,
0: true moral of the story trust the casting director um (laughs) well
1: the thing is is like trust the process yeah like the yes, oh, like you yeah. have to have trust in your casting director because mm-hmm. you're 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 hoping that they see the vision the same way that you do. And sometimes you don't. Sometimes sometimes it starts to fall away, like and and just frustration and anger can pour into it. And and I think I've now gotten to a point in my career where I'm able to like bring that back to a good place. Early on when those things were happening, I didn't know how to handle it. And so I think I've learned as a casting director over the years, like how to, how to make, how to make this process work. And, and the thing is, is that every film you work on is a different thing. Like it's a different experience. That's also the good and the bad. Yeah you know yeah. like like all of a sudden something's happened and you're like wow I've never had that happen before and it's like 20 years that like you never think that something new is going to happen that you've never experienced before every film something new happens that you never experienced
0: before but that's also part of the fun right unpredictability I wouldn't say
1: it's fun but it was, it's definitely challenge. part of the <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah it's yeah. part of the cool. challenge.
0: Um, anything else you'd like to add for today
1: I don't know, do you have any more
0: questions? No, I no. Right. That, um, Is that enough? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I de- I most, most definitely. You covered everything that I wanted to talk about. Okay. And I'm sure that the people listening took a lot away from that conversation. Okay. Um, I usually check in again with the guest. Uh, mm-hmm. What do you think, feel, need, and want? So we can keep it much briefer if there's anything different from what you said at the beginning. Or maybe just uh i think this conversation went well it's yeah no i think I'll it went say. well yeah. i feel
1: the conversation well. <laughs> i think the conversation went well yeah i feel really good about it
0: great awesome um, and he probably needs to get back to his I'm, i need to go back to work call yeah, and yeah, get yeah. back to work and yeah. all that sort of stuff so thank you guys for listening thank you matt for being a guest oh, on what was uh, an awesome and very honest conversation and uh yeah until next time guys